Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes with DailyStraits.com. Today we would like to introduce you to a very special guest, Jackie Ashley, the founder of Ashley & Co. Jackie is a New Zealander and entrepreneur who grew up in Hong Kong. Just like Steve Jobs, she created her brand in her garage. Together with her husband, Ben, the duo grew the brand from strength to strength to a catalog of over 70 products, including eight signature scents. Jackie's range is now stocked in some of the world's finest retail hospitality and hotel hotspots in New Zealand, Australia, Singapore, United Arab Emirates, and the United Kingdom. Most importantly, her brand recently partnered with Air New Zealand. Now one can find Ashley & Co. products available in its business and premium economic class in flight packs. So today we're going to talk to Jackie about how she got her product into the skies, something that Daily Straits understand is very hard to do and much more. Hi Jackie, thank you for joining us today. Oh, hi June, thank you so much for having me. No worries, so let's dive right into the questions. Tell us how you got into uh, entrepreneurship. I have always had an inkling um, to do a little bit of a side, a side hustle and side business. Um, I was um, I was working a, as a physiotherapist actually when I started Ashley Co. Um, before that, I had had a little side business on the side of um, my main job as well, um, and that had sort of come to an end. And um, I was looking to do something else. Um, and it wasn't really uh, because I had any jobs dissatisfaction. I, I did actually love what I did. It was just that I had chosen a path very early on um, when I left school, um, and it was the health science science path um, when I think really um, my calling was probably um, you know to be more creative um, in design um, or something similar. So I always had that inkling to do, to do something else, and that's where sort of Ashley & Co was born, where love of design and scent um, and everything to do about your home and personal use um, was, was married together. Awesome. So um, you said your background, uh, because this is like a, a beauty product, so you didn't have a pharmacist mm. science training. So tell us more a bit about your background and how you worked on the first product, the first thing that you made. Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, my my dad was actually a doctor um, and, um, you know, we were, when I was at school, you know, you, you were very much um, focused into deciding what you want to do when you leave school. So physiotherapy was something that I was really, really interested in. Um, and um, uh, yes, I, didn't, I neglected the, the, the other side of my calling. Um, I, I got to about five years in um, and I'd always had a love of, um, you know, creating things around the home, um, we'd recently bought our first home. Um, it was very much about, you know, it was in that sort of nesting phase prior to having children. Um, and I came across a product that was overseas. Um, it was a home perfume. 
and nobody back at home was doing this particular product. Um, so I brought the sample back home with me and I, in my spare time I began tinkering away trying to work out how to create this really um, unique unique product. Um, at that point in time when you googled reed diffusers it was generally a, um, a plug-in air freshener um, that would puff you know fragrance into the air at intermittent times. So there's nothing out there about reed diffusers um, and so I was actually the first one um, in New Zealand to bring reed diffusers to the New Zealand market. Um, yeah, and that's how it all sort of started. So um, it was a very much a journey. It took about a year to bring the first product to fruition. Um, I always loved dabbling um, in scents and um, had a love of beauty as well. Um, and uh, developing the scents was the first was the first part of it. Um, because each of our scents, um, well, we wanted to bring them to life. We wanted our scents to have personality um, and purpose in one's home. And um, that was really, really important. So we started with three of our signature scents. Um, and then we had to work out how to put this scent into um, a formulation that, that would work. Um, so I, I did a lot of research, a lot of time studying how to do this. Um, but in the end, I enlisted the help of um, some um, pharmacy and formulation experts. Um, and we came up with a formula that we thought would, would work. Um, and funnily enough, the first formula we came up with was about 85% alcohol and the most flammable concoction um, that you could that you could make. Uh, and we stored it in um, a little garage and also in our spare bedroom. Um, and had there been an explosion, I think the whole house would have probably um, gone up. So, you know, it was very much trial and error, uh, but an extremely fun, fun process. And um, yeah, a year later, I, um, well, about six months in, I resigned from my job um, and I concentrated on Ashley & Co full time. Um, I had a couple of little side retail jobs just to help along the way. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, that's, how we, that's how we started. So um, Red Fusion, was it a, were you, did you bring the product as a franchisee or uh, was it? Uh... No, no, not at all. It was totally from conception. So it was, it was developing the sense mm -hmm. uh, and then, and then working out the formulations. Uh, we had to use, because our first run was only um, 500 of each fragrance, we had to use stock bottles. So there was issues around, you know, finding the appropriate bottles to use. Um, trying to source reed. Where do we get reed from? Um, I found a contact in the States actually where, where you know, I first saw the product um, and I was importing, importing the reed um, and then the packaging. Um, but fun, but very, very luckily um, I've got a very generous husband who gave up a lot of his time to design all of the packaging. Mm. Uh, so, you know, very, very lucky there. So, um, okay, no worries. Um, this, so this was actually a product that you made from scratch, right? Um, three, and you started with three bottles, three cents. Did you test it? Like, uh, or you just knew there wasn't any, since there wasn't any products in New Zealand, did you go around and do a, a, a short survey to see if there's a need for such a product? Uh, I did a lot of my own research, and I've got to say that um, even, up in, even now, a lot of our products are... 
it's it's gut instinct, and and I do what I do what I love, and that's part of that's part of what makes Ashley and Co. Um, so there was definitely um, a need for an innovative product on the market at the time. There were a lot of paraffin-based um, candles um, and a few soy candles, uh, and otherwise it was mainly potpourri. So, you know, the red diffuser was something that people hadn't seen before um, and, well, not in Australia and New Zealand. And, um, yeah, so it was, a, it was a new innovative product to actually take to retailers um, when, when it was first developed. So this was 10 years ago, right? 10 years? Uh, actually coming up 17. Oh, 17, wow. So, we, yeah, we have been going for quite a while. Um, we've got a really loyal customer following in New Zealand, uh, which is great. And, um, you know, we have branched into other territories, as, as you mentioned at the beginning, June. Um, but, uh, yes, uh, you know, New Zealand has been, has, has really supported us. And, um, yeah, it's been organic growth in New Zealand. Um, and our customers are still coming back to buy the same fragrance that they purchased like 16 years ago. Wow, awesome. So, um, correct me if I'm wrong, so you got the idea from Hong Kong? The item? No, from the States actually. No, uh, the idea, the idea. Did you get it from Hong oh, Kong? Oh, the idea. No, it was, it was from the States. Oh, it's from um, the States. Yeah. So, we've been over there um, on, on holiday and um, it was my sister-in-law that had introduced me to, to a red diffuser and there was just nothing like it at home. So, no, it was, and, and I thought that you know, once you started Googling a red diffuser, that it would come up with, you know, many, many, many different brands. But it hadn't actually filtered down through to Australia and New Zealand at that time. So, yeah, it was a brand new product. Um, yeah. So you came up with 500 uh, MOQ of three different types of yes. scents. Why didn't you just try yes. one first? And then why did you go with three? <laughs> Good question. Um, I suppose I wanted... You know, I, I wanted there to be a range because scent is so subjective and uh, one scent doesn't appeal to everybody. So it was really important to identify, um, you know, three different scent profiles um, and to give each of those scents a real personality. And um, that's something about Ashley Co. that we still do to this day is that um, our scents are very, are very approachable, um, but our packaging and the way that we talk about our scents, the way that we name them, the way we explain um, and, and talk about the, the actual notes and the fragrance is all very lighthearted um, and approachable. So um, we wanted, you know, we wanted it to be, to be appealing to a number of people and not just, not just focus on one scent in particular. Awesome. So, okay, six months in, you uh, left your job and you did this full time. So you came up with 500 yes. MOQs. And then what was your initial mm. investment? And was it all your own money? Mm. Uh, yes, it was. And actually, we did it on a sniff of an oily rag, really. We, um, you know, at that point in time, uh, it was mainly on, Ben was doing all of the design. I was doing the product development. Um, uh, we worked with you know, great formulation experts who would sample, would produce samples for us for free. Um, I mean, I'd go out there and spend, you know, a, a, quite a few hours each week um, developing these samples with them and then bringing them home to test them. Um, and it was all, you know, in, in the hope that this would this would pay off and they, you know, I'd be putting through a purchase order with them. So, um, yeah, it was, 
we really didn't invest invest a lot. I we were on one income at that particular time, um, my husband's income, and um, I borrowed a, a you know a few thousand from mum, and um, away we went. But you know there wasn't. I, I think it's different now when you set up a business because you put so much into like your e-commerce site straight off, um, and you know everything to support support that. Um, whereas back then it was more about um, I think I had a web page that told you know told told people a little bit about the business um, and where to find the product and that was it and we um, you know we very much relied on our bricks and mortar stores um, and approached you know various retailers throughout New Zealand um, and that was really really the start so um, yeah probably not the investment that you'd need to start in uh, a, you know a company these days. Oh, okay, so you uh, would you remember the co- the the figure though? Oh, it was about five thousand dollars. Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that, so, is, that is awesome. Yeah, I mean, I've got to say, yeah, I, I've got to say that um, you know it was a really positive experience coming up with these products. Um, as I as I said before, I, I didn't have a pharmacy background. It was just something that I loved. It was very intuitive, and. Um, yeah, I, the people that I worked with were just so giving of their time as well, and not knowing that I would I would still be their customer seventeen years on. Um, yeah, they, they they would they would make samples, you know, at a drop of the hat, and I would I would take them home to test them to see if they worked, and then I'd be back there, you know, a couple of days later. So yeah, I don't know if it happens anywhere else in the world, but that's how you know that's how New Zealanders. Awesome. <laughs> that's, that's how New Zealanders work. That's very good. So, um, with that yeah. five hundred um, um, products that you had initially seventeen years ago, where did you go to sell it and get the word out for your brand? Ah, uh, well, I am a terrible salesperson. Absolutely terrible. Um, I think the hardest thing is selling your own product um, and walking into a retailer um, who you know you've cold called, um, showing them a product that you've just you know you've just designed and put your heart and soul into. Um, and then you know, thinking, please, you know, don't reject me. So it's it's I, I yeah, it's, it was hard. It was very very hard for me and totally out of my comfort zone. Um, so first of all, I started with some of the larger retailers in, in Auckland, um, and then it was choosing um, kind of the best the best retailer in each in each suburb. So you know, focusing on the, the premium sort of gift and homeware stores. Um, calling them up and, and going in and seeing each and every one of them. Um, so, yeah, it was it was yeah it was definitely I was definitely out of my comfort zone doing that. But uh, you did you go trade shows, um, markets? Yes, I I didn't do any markets. Um, I I was I was I was solely focusing on retailers. I did my first trade show um, about one year one year in. Um, and that was that was quite grueling. Um, and then I actually found um, a, a few really good sales agents throughout New Zealand, commission-based sales agents, um, and I worked with them for a number of years. And they, of course, were multi-agency um, agents and would have various brands under their belt. Um, but selling into um, that selling products into similar stores that I wanted to be in as well. Uh, so that really, really helped. So I could focus on, you know, the day, the day to day, and running of the business, um, and coming up with new products, and um, then supplying them with samples for them to go out to retailers and speak to speak to new retailers. 
Awesome. So how did you uh, scale up, like, you know, from a, um, a startup right to a juggernaut mm. that you are right now? So what was the turning point for your brand? The turning point was actually about eight years ago. Um, ben went to school, um, uh, went to school and had a really good friend, Jeremy. Um, and uh, Jeremy uh, expressed interest in the, in the business and he is, he is actually a warm salesperson. Um, and if he listens to this, he'll probably laugh but um, he, he definitely is he brought the sales expertise to the table and also had his own business at the time um, and so was able to help with the distribution and 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 some of the warehousing so that that really helped so that moved it out of my family barn at that stage um, which we had which we had taken up a lot of room in um, and moved into more of a professional into more of a professional setting. So that was really the first um, the first really good push. You know, I had we'd had two children by that stage. We they had they were still um, well just started school um, and the day to day was was Ashley and Co. Um, but it was getting you know it it, it needed it, I needed extra help. Um, so that was really the push that we needed to start to move it to that next level. So did he come in with as a partner? He came in as a partner, yes, as a 50-50 partner. Um, and yes, took over the, the sales and distribution side. Um, and then from there, four, uh, four years ago, we moved into our own warehouse. Um, so uh, we, have, we, we store all our finished goods in the warehouse, um, we still have third-party warehousing off-site for all our parts, um, and now we've got a team of people um, working in the offices upstairs and um, and warehouse staff as well. Awesome, alrighty. Can you tell me what is your best-selling product and why? Yeah, um, best-selling product. Um, I, could, I suppose I could talk about uh, two two things actually. So best-selling scent and best-selling product. Um, best-selling. Scent is our 2N Kahili scent, which is a um, wild ginger and lily scent. Um, and best-selling product um, is the uh, 2N Kahili uh, washer. And the reason, the reason for that, we believe, is that um, about six years ago, seven years ago, um, we started a little marketing, um, uh, marketing side to our business where we placed to in Kahili hand wash in um, some of the premium hospitality restaurants accommodation um, around around New Zealand, and we've had a lot of organic growth from that as well. And now we have a full time person servicing all of the, all of those accounts. Um, but that was the start because um, you know our products are, are so sensory you actually need to try almost before you buy and so we found a lot of people going into the restaurants and washing washing their hands and walking out smelling their hands saying well what, what is this product where where can I get this from and so that was a really um, great mar uh, way of marketing marketing our product um, and um, driving people through to our retailers um, and as a result two in Kahili scent is definitely the most popular um, and the, the wash up product is, is one of the most popular product products too. Awesome. Okay, so um, this one, most beauty brands dream of working with airlines. Mm -hmm. How did your partnership with Air New Zealand come about? Oh, you know, it was actually something that we had dreamed about as well, and I had spoken to our contract manufacturers about, um, and we were we were we were approached, um, and the amazing the amazing thing about Air New Zealand 
is that um, they take on brands for a few years um, and help grow their brand awareness. Um, and, and that's what they do. And they only even use New Zealand products. Um, and for us, it was a real opportunity because um, when we were approached, we weren't doing any small amenity sized products. Um, so it was a very, very quick um, turnaround, um, developing developing one a new product, um, but then also putting our existing product into amenity sized um, tubes. So um, we actually we actually formulated um, and brought to life a lip punch product, um, which is our beeswax um, buttery lip balm. Uh, and that's actually become one of our best-selling products. Um, so we were on the, um, uh, not trans-Tasman, but to the US, um, Asia, and uh, Europe um, routes, and yeah, it just gave us great brand exposure, and we had people, you know, contacting us and emailing us um, from all over the world saying we bought your product, we know, sorry, we picked up your product on Air New Zealand, where can we buy this from? Um, and it was all extremely positive. So yeah, unfortunately due to COVID that, that paused um, last year, but yeah, we'll see what happens in the next, next 12 months. Awesome. So when you started working in the garage, right, you didn't expect the brand to go this far? No, I always had, I always had high hopes. Um, I certainly didn't expect that we would have 70, over 70 products. Um, that's a lot of products to keep track of. Um, but, you know, the great thing is that even from, um, you know, even 17 years ago, the, the scents that we've got in our range, those three signature scents that we started out with are still very much part of our range today. It's just we've put them into new products. Um, and I think that is a real sign that, um, you know, we've, we've got great customers out there um, who have invested in the brand and, and stick, have, are still with the brand, you know, 16 years on. Are all your products manufactured in uh, uh, New Zealand or overseas? No, all of them are manufactured in New Zealand. Um, we're still working with the same contract manufacturers um, as we started with 17 years ago. Um, we do get parts offshore. Um, we've moved away from you know the stock bottles that we could get in New Zealand um, when we can only when we could only order 500 or so units, um, and we've moved to you know our, 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 our bottles, our own design, um, our own colour. Um, yeah, so we, we try to you know put our mark on every product that we that we produce. Awesome. So. Um, did COVID-19 pose any threats to your brand? Oh, look, it definitely did. Um, you know, in New Zealand, we had a very sharp, you know, very um, quick lockdown occur. And um, there was a great deal of uncertainty. Um, we were in level four and uh, retailers weren't allowed to trade. There was no online shopping except for if, if, um, essential, essential groceries. Um, and you know nobody knew what was what was going to happen. It was really uncertain times. You know we had staff um, as well, so it did pose a, a, a massive threat. I think I think what people didn't realise what would come out of COVID is that once retailers were allowed to trade online, that um, you know uh, and and it wasn't just essential business um, that their online sales would 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 grow um, dramatically. So I think we were just lucky to be in that space where 
people were looking for um, products that would, you know, um, bring them joy, um, that were, you know, consumable products that you could use in your home. Um, yeah, uh, we were very lucky to, to, to actually be part of yeah, a group of products that were, that were uplifting because I think people definitely needed it at that point in time. Did you have a hand sanitizing product by then in your range? We did, and the funny thing is we, well, actually, we didn't have it released. We had one in the pipeline. We, um, we released um, a regular um, alcohol-based sanitizer, but the one in the pipeline that we um, had been working on for about a year was a cream-based hydra, um, hydra sanitizer. So it wasn't alcohol-based. It was actually a sanitizer that moisturised your hands as well. And then, um, you know, COVID happened in lockdown, and we were right in the middle of having this particular product, um, the tubes printed, and then production, imminent um, production. So when we released that, um, it definitely did look reactionary, but it actually, it actually wasn't. We were, we were, we did have this product underway well before we even knew that COVID existed. Okay, uh, that's lucky then. So, um, yeah. what is the secret of staying in business so long? 17 years. Yeah, um, I, think, I think you've got to have a passion, first and foremost. You've got to love what you do. Um, so, you know, we still very much um, love what we do. Um, you know, I love, I, love, I love coming to work. I love creating new products. I think um, that you surround your people, surround yourself with um, people that uh, do the things well that you, you can't do. So admitting, um, you know, admitting where you need help and, uh, and, const- and I think that, you know, that has really, um, that's, that's very, very true. Um, I think some of the hardest times for me was when I was trying to do everything um, and actually accepting that I'm not good at everything um, was, you know, was, was a big step and, and, and surrounding yourself with people who are good at what they do. That's great. So can you tell us about your company staff counts, officers, um, from a one-woman show, how did you grow? Like how many people do you have with you right now? Uh, we have 12, um, 12 people in the office um, at the moment. Uh, we have um, our own warehouse and, and um, offices above. Um, we still have the third-party warehousing, as I said, for all our parts because we can't fit everything in our, in our warehouse. Um, but we have grown, um, you know, we have grown a lot. Um, I now concentrate on new, new product development. Um, ben is still, you know, creative. He's head designer of all, of all the products, um, all the packaging. Um, but, you know, we have a great sales team, operations team, accounts, um, and warehousing staff. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we've definitely got a, a, a really tight but, um, yeah, wonderful working team. So how many products did you launch in a year? Well, last year was a different year. We, we sort of, uh, everything got condensed, we found, last year. Um, you know, products that were coming out at the beginning of the year got pushed a little bit later because of, um, you know, uh, places closing down, um, just shipping shipping changes. Um, so last year we did release five new products, um, and these were um, an extension of uh, Lip Punch. We did a tinted, tinted lip balm called Tint, tint Me. Um, Powerhouse, which is a water-based room spray, um, uh, surface sap, 
Hanzac, which were both alcohol-based sanitizers, and then Soothenzac, which I mentioned before, which was a cream-based hydro sanitizer. So that was a very unique year. We also we also did a collaboration um, with a uh, with a um, organisation called Cure Kids, um, and that that was a great success. Um, and then for the first year, we did proper Christmas packaging. We celebrated Christmas. Um, and so this year, we feel like we've got a little bit of a hard act to follow. Um, we have got several products in the pipeline, um, but due to, um, you know, due to supply issues, things are being pushed later in the year. Um, so we've just got to be patient there. Um, and, you know, there's shipping, shipping delays, um, lead times blown out. Um, but look, by Christmas, we should have we will have all of our MPD that we've got planned for the year out there, plus um, some, you know, a brand new take on Christmas. All right. So your husband now joins has joined you full time in the business. Yes, he has. He oh, has. Awesome. Yes, and he's, he's kept very, very busy. Awesome. Is there any plans to list your company in the stock market? No, no. That's that would be a nice idea, but but no. Look, we're still. Um, you know, we're still really, really hands-on as a team. Um, we're looking at growing into different territories, um, but we want to do it. We want to do it really, really well. Um, we want to be able to spend some time in those territories. Um, so, no, not at this point. Awesome. Finally, uh, Jackie, what is your um, advice for entrepreneurs who would want to do something like you and would want to follow in your footsteps? Oh, I think surround yourself surround yourself with a great team when you can. Um, I know that you know it's always a hard slog when you first when you first start, um, but if you've got that, I think if you've got that passion and you believe in what you're doing, then I think it's you know it, it is possible. Um, so yes, make sure make sure you do something that you love. Awesome. Alrighty, that's all the time we have for today, Jackie. Thank you so much for joining us from um, Auckland, New Zealand. Find me any anything you. you'd like to say? <laughs> Parting words? Oh, look, no, just thank, thank you for having me. It was, it was actually really it was fun talking about talking about the journey. You don't actually get to talk about it from the start to to where you are now um, very often. Uh, so, yeah, it's been a long time, but um, I've really enjoyed the journey. So, yeah, thank you for letting me talk about it. Thank you.